At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network, as we are live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino with the beautiful sports book in the background. Mitch Moss along with uh, Matt Humans. Paulie is off today. Uh, big show lined up for you over the next three hours of the program. Great ga- uh, guest in, uh, in an hour. Major League Baseball talk with uh, Matt Baskurgeon, Jonathan Von Tobel on the program a little bit later on, talking some NBA. And then, uh, Matt, in studio today, we have Derek Stevens, owner of Circa Resort and Casino, and Mike Palm, VP down here. And uh, today they are announcing all of their details for Circa Millions 3 and for Circa Survivor. I yeah. can't wait. We're going to go in fresh, by the way. Yeah, we don't know, right? I have no idea. So it's a mystery to me and you what's uh, Going to be in their announcement today about the contest, but I know a lot of people looking forward to uh, hearing what uh, Derek and Mike have to say about the circuit contest today. This is uh, So this is going to be all like fresh when they announce it on the air. I was talking to Mike Palm. I was trying to get some secrets last night if he would like uh, accidentally spill the beans on anything. No, no he's just like He's like, Mitch, there's, don't, don't even try. I'm like, I, I do want to go in fresh, but <laughs> I do think that this year for Circus Survivor that uh, they're, they're going to... My well, here's the thing. I have no idea what the payout structure is. Like, I have no idea what they're going to come in today and say what the guarantees are this year. So, not knowing that, Circa Millions Three could have more entries based on the payout, right? But if I just go, if I eliminate that from the equation for a second here, 
The talk since the end of last year has been how I think Survivor is going to do more entries than Circa Millions this year. And as of today, I will stick with that. That can change in the next two hours, though. Yeah, it could, based on what Derek says. You know, it's interesting. Derek's always trying to think of uh, new ways to spark interest, more interest in contests. He's th- he thinks bigger and better oh, yeah. with everything. You can tell by where we're sitting right now, you know, how Derek Stevens thinks about things. And, you know, he's asked a bunch of us for ideas, and uh, he he's a great guy to um, uh, bounce ideas off of, and he'll, he'll listen, and he'll come up with the best plan. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. And uh, I'm not a survivor contest guy anymore. I know you are. Well, and we... you've had a lot of success in those contests in the past. I prefer to play over a season. Uh, with five picks a week? Yeah, I, I, I think that... Uh, you know, over the course of a season, the stronger handicapper you are, uh, that should work in your favor. Instead of just possibly being on the wrong side one week, boom, you're out. You know, I've had, I've been in Survivor contests where I lasted 12 weeks into a season and got knocked out on a bad beat in the 13th week. That's agonizing. Yeah, agonizing. I was yep. knocked out like that in a college contest one time. Uh, I prefer to be in the season-long contest, but I appreciate the value of both contests. I know a lot of people love Survivor. I want to know like how many people behind the scenes actually had some input on this, and then right. if at the end of the day Derek just said, nope, great ideas, thanks for you know submitting them, but I'm going to go with what I like. Yeah. Because he at the end of the day, like he's the guy with all the power here, right? He is, but I also think Derek is great at listening to people. Oh, no question. And uh, you know, absorbing the information, coming up with the best idea. Up next, a uh, Wednesday night betting recap, including the entire Major League Baseball card and the uh, playoffs in the NBA and the NHL here on VSIN. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Phoenix guard Chris Paul, probable for today's matchup as the Suns visit the Lakers as seven point road underdogs in game three of their first round series. Paul suffered a shoulder contusion in the game two loss, 109 to 102. Portland laying four at home at Denver. Milwaukee, a one point road favorite at the Miami Heat, bucks up two games to none in the series. Yankees, another 40 home favorite against the Blue Jays, plus 120. Jordan Montgomery for the Yankees against Robbie Ray of the Blue Jays, nine over at Yankee Stadium today. Toronto Maple Leafs, a $2.40 favorite at home against Montreal as they look to close out that first-round series. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. If you miss any part of the show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including this one, Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, all for free, all available now at vsin.com slash podcasts. 
or wherever you get your podcast. Last night was a uh, a fun night in the sports world in terms of you know watching on television, and I can't imagine what like you know some of those spots were like, Matt, uh, in the arenas. Two of the games obviously going on at, uh, simultaneously in New York, one on Long Island, and obviously the other one at the Mecca. But uh, good to see that many fans back at Madison Square Garden for the Knicks game. And uh, they evened up that series. Awesome in the second half by New York. And then the Islanders took care of the Penguins. And that was just embarrassing by Jari in, in, in net for Pittsburgh. And <laughs> now the Islanders advance and take on Boston, which should be a really good you know, second-round series. Embarrassing by Jari in net for the Penguins on back-to-back games. Yeah. Uh, the mistake he made to blow uh, the previous game was one of the worst you're going to see by a goaltender. Uh, I'll talk more about the NBA here because uh, that's why I spent most of the night watching, aside from the Vegas Golden Knights game. The atmosphere was great in the Garden. That was no surprise. But I'm down. I'm disappointed in Knicks fans for that chant on Trey Young last night. That was really Trey. Trey I Young mean, is balding. Yeah, you can't come up with something, but just say Trey Young sucks or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Trey Young is balding. Right, and that one that chant actually took off last night. It did take off. It was passed out on flyers, and it took off. You expect more from the Garden. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The fans in the Garden. Now, I know the guys might be off their game a little bit because uh, fans have not been back for uh, essentially a year, but that's inexcusable for fans in the Garden to chant something that dumb. you got to be better than that. Uh, you have to be better. And, and that's here's what I said on the show yesterday in terms of a betting perspective, Matt, and see if you agree with me on this. Like, the, the, the series... Seems like it's going to be a very even series. I mean, when you looked at the opening series price on this, you know, before they played uh, game one over the weekend, mm-hmm. like it was, a, it depends on where you shopped, right? Atlanta had some books were $1.40 or $1.30. The Knicks I saw favored at one book, right? And then in the point spreads in these games, the Knicks by two last night. So before anything, uh, before the game started, I'm not going to bet this series. I think the way to go is to approach this by betting in play. Right. And once a team gets out to a big lead, which happens almost all the time in the NBA, I think that that's when you come back and fire on the dog at that point. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, the, the Hawks were running them out at halftime last night. Yeah, in the final minute of the first half, the Hawks were up 15 with the ball. Yeah. And uh, it was on the brink of a blowout. But, you know, a lot of NBA games are like that. You're also correct in that um, in this series, I think you're going to find value at some point in the. Uh, in either side you like. And in fact, I think the value's probably swung back to the Hawks at this point. Even though the Knicks won last night, even up the series, you're going back to Atlanta for two games. And uh, from what I've seen in the first two games, the Hawks are a slightly better team. I would agree with that. Yeah. And I, I th- it kind of feels like the narrative, as uh, a lot of people like to say, when this series is over, is going to be when the Knicks get knocked out, Nobody expected the Knicks to be here. They overachieved this year. Year one of uh, Tom Thibodeau was a huge success. Uh, wait till next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the I don't think the Knicks are going to be able to uh, knock out the Heat in this series. Now, it could be a long series. Excuse me, the Hawks. I don't. Uh, it's going to be probably a long series. The Knicks will get two games, maybe three. But uh, it looks to me like the Hawks are just a little bit better and uh, probably going to win the series. So if you if you like Atlanta, you did not bet the series price before. I would say bet it now before it goes home and the Hawks win game three. I would say this about the Hawks. I mean, Young has gone off so far in the first two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stayed under his points, rebounds, and assists prop last night, even though he had 30 points. But 
other than Young and Bogdanovich, and Hunter had a good game last night, but Capello's basically giving them nothing, right? Off the bench yeah. last night, uh, right. Gallinari's got the mohawk or whatever that is right now, and that's pretty much all he's contributing is that terrible haircut. Right. Right. <laughs> so, but, but also on the flip side, like Julius Randle just got named the most improved player. And what did he have again last night? Was it 15? He was 0 for 6 in the first half. Yeah, so he's had two poor games, and yeah. you would expect that he's going to get better as the series plays out. I bet out. the Knicks last night, Mitch, and a big reason was I thought Julius Randle was going to be a lot better. At halftime, I'm sitting there going, what the hell is this? But I also expected that he was going to bring it in the second half, and he did. Yeah, right. And uh, he was much better in the second half. But, yeah, there's always different ways you can look at it. And I think you, from the Hawks' perspective, too, you can say, hey, we had a great shot to win game two down the stretch. Uh, what the, the, uh, the Hawks went 0 for 8 from the field with one point in the last few minutes of yep. the game. Bogdanovich, 2 for 13 from three. They shot 27% as a team, 12 for 44. Uh, they played that poorly, shot that poorly aside from Trey Young, and they had a great shot to win the game down the stretch. So both games went down to the wire. It's probably where it should be at 1-1 going back to Atlanta, but it's still... Uh, looks to me like the, the Hawks are slightly better. I'll tell you, this uh, story with Derrick Rose continues to get better and better as the uh, yeah, season progresses yeah. here. And uh, if the Knicks would go into the second round, I mean, he played actually more minutes than anybody on the Knicks team last night, and he came off the bench. And that was a good one, as we had uh, Doug Carlstein on the show yesterday, prop that guy. He actually he, he made the case and had a good analysis on uh, why he thought Rose was going to go over his points, rebounds, and assists, and he did. And he uh -huh. got there, I think, basically with, with the points by itself. And he was... He was awesome again last night, and I feel good for the guy because, like, the national media really crushed him for a long time. And, you know, he's, he's had a lot of injuries, mm -hmm. you know, and that form that he was back in 10 years ago when he was uh, MVP as a 22-year-old, um, we never really got to see much of that after, you know, a couple of brilliant seasons from Derrick Rose because of the injuries and whatnot. And now to pick himself up off the mat and be this good, uh, you know, as a 32-year-old point guard in the league off the bench has been a great story. He's a, you know, I, I think that... A couple of guys on this roster work exceedingly well with Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. Rose would be one of them here making his comeback. And it's, it, this has been ongoing now for a little while with him trying to you know, get back. And he did, did okay with the Timberwolves and stuff. But also Randall, I think, the reason why Randall won most improved is because Tom Thibodeau got extracted like every ounce of energy. And, and Randall's always been like this bulldog anyway, going back to Kentucky with an okay. unbelievable motor. But he just, he got, he's, this is the best basketball he's ever played in his entire career. Uh, you're right about that. And... Uh, you, you had s similar uh, thought that I had about Julius uh, Randle. When he, when he came out, when he played at Kentucky, when he came out and he was a rookie with the Lakers, he was my favorite young Lakers player because he played his ass off. He oh, played yeah. hard every minute he was on the floor. He's relentless with his uh, effort. And you don't see that enough in the NBA. So a guy who plays that hard is going to be able to have a successful career. Now, Randle uh, is shooting better this season than he has in the past. His complete game is better than we've ever seen it, but the effort's always been there. And that, that's the type of guy that, uh, as a coach, you have to love. So never a doubt that Randall was going to fit with uh, Tibbs and the Knicks. Uh, the, I think the the one thing about Thibodeau, he, he doesn't trust young players. Yep. He relies on veterans, and he burns out his starters because he, he doesn't trust the guys on the on the bench and the, at the end of the rotation. And you're seeing a rookie, Ob Obi Toppin, struggle to get minutes this season. You say, well, he's a tweener, doesn't really have a position. The, the kid can play. Tibbs has just been uh, really hesitant to uh, take the leash off of him and let him let the big dog run. But last night, Toppin played 12 minutes. He had uh, eight points, hit a three, three rebounds. You know, he contributed. He played pretty well. But this is a typical Tom Thibodeau-type team where 
the veterans are playing most of the minutes, almost all of the minutes, and um, I was going to say that he burns his starters out, but he's not doing that with this team because he's got he's got a few veterans to bring off the bench, like Derrick Rose. When sure, I was talking with Aaron Renning about this, and he's going to be on the show with us here tomorrow. Um, when Tibbs brought Derrick Rose to New York, I was skeptical about how much he could contribute. But then you started to watch, and you said, wow, this is a perfect fit. And he's been so much better with the Knicks than I thought he could be. I know. If you look last night, he played 39 minutes last night, 9 for 21 from the field. Derrick Rose has been phenomenal, and like you said, this guy's overcome a lot in his uh, career. At one point, he was an MVP, essentially, right? Yeah. So um, That's 10 years ago already, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, he feels like a guy who... He's been around so long, it feels like Derrick Rose is 38, but that's not the uh-uh. case. What is he, 32 or yeah. 33? Right, right yeah. there. Well, also, late night on the, uh, well, out here, the uh, West Coast, Mountain Time Zone, the Jazz. Boy, that was a wild second half. I think they combined for 142 points, Jazz and Grizzlies. And Utah had Memphis buried at halftime, but the Grizzlies made a huge run. Mm-hmm. And they cut it to six, and it was 103-97 going to the fourth quarter, and uh, ESPN Stats and Info had this tweet last night. They scored 141 points, the Jazz did. That is a new franchise record for most points in a playoff game. The previous record was 131 in 1985 against the Nuggets. <laughs> and uh, I thought last night if there was going to be a blowout in the NBA, and we had two of them, basically, I thought the Jazz would potentially put the screws to, Grizzly, to the mm-hmm. Grizzlies. And they did in the first half. Got squirrely there in the second half for a little while, but they eventually won, covered, and the game went over as well. Not shocked by that result last night. No, not at all. In fact, maybe the points, but what's that? Maybe how many points were scored, but and uh, the the Grizzlies did have a legit shot to get in the back door at the end. If you took the uh, nine and a half or ten, and uh, they had a couple shots there to get in the back door, but John Morant was unbelievably good last night, and um, that's that's no surprise if you've been watching him all season. Uh, Morant's become one of my favorite players to uh, watch. He did go to the free throw line 20 times. We have 47 points last night. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot of times in these games when you look at the losing team, all you have to do is scroll down to the three-point column and see how yeah. poorly they shot from three. And did they get outshot from three by the other team? And obviously that's going to be the case last night. Uh, Utah hit 19 threes. Memphis hit eight. You know, difference in the game. And it turned into a blowout. But like you said, it was back and forth a little bit. Jazz open up a big lead. Grizzlies close the gap. Jazz open up a lead again, and yep. uh, they eventually find a way to cover. But when you're going to bet the NBA playoffs, you, you're obviously looking for spots like you had yesterday with the Knicks and the Jazz. The home team uh, down a game in the series absolutely has to get the second game because you don't want to go down two on your home floor. And you call it the zigzag theory, whatever you want to call it. That's the way you're going to bet the NBA playoffs a lot of times. Now, you don't have to bet every sure. series that way. But you pick your spots. And yesterday, I bet the Knicks. I did not bet the Jazz because I didn't want to lay all those points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're all confident the Jazz are going to win. But it's about covering nine, nine and a half, ten. And I didn't want to lay the points. I did, so I did bet the Knicks, not the Jazz. But you had to be looking at those two sides if you were betting yesterday. Yep, that's why a couple of results that we've had so far, based on what you just said, it doesn't make any sense. Like the Clippers game two result. Well, you had to be looking at the Clippers too. And I, the, it's, it's not going to work every time, right? You're no, going to get burned occasionally. But also, yeah. like Ty Lue coming out after the game and saying, no, I'm not concerned at all. Oh, well, he's... He, what, what are you talking about? 
He's an idiot. And then All the right. other one would have been game one of Heat and Bucks. Bucks had five threes. That's how they won that game. They had no business winning know, that game. It was, it was Butler, Adebayo, and Hero who couldn't make a shot to save their lives. And then you see what happens when... That's why you got to... When one team plays like the Bucks did in game one, you can't even there's you can't consider that at all for the next game or moving forward because they're too good of a team. They have too mm-hmm. many shooters, and they're too capable of going out on any given night and making twenty threes in any game. And that's you know game two. They just that game was over within the first quarter. Ty Lue, what he's trying to do is just exude confidence. Yeah, you know, I guess I, I don't want to look rattled because I don't want the players to see the leader of the team rattled. Yeah, I'm not concerned. If you drop the first two games of a playoff series at home. Hell yeah, you're concerned. You're very concerned. Uh, maybe he's not concerned about his job security because he's in the first year of a deal and Doc Rivers just got shown the door. Uh, but he should be concerned. And I, I think the Clips really have been outplayed for the most part, except for a, really a s- sensational stretch by Kawhi Leonard. Uh, the Mavericks have really outplayed the, the Clips um, for about 75% of the first two games. Yep. And the Sixers killed the Wizards last night, yeah. uh, one twenty to ninety five. Uh, the Wizards, one of those teams that uh, Beal and Westbrook are going to bring the effort, but you know when the party's over, you say, "Well, we were just happy to be here." Uh, they have no chance to take out the Sixers no. in a long series. At some point, they're going to run out of gas too, just because of uh, what they were up against down the stretch, yeah, right. and uh, could have been it last night, where you saw them just get like, you know, they were tired. And uh, blown out, basically, in that game. Uh, in one hockey result last night, I'm not surprised by this either, uh, with the Wild and the Golden Knights now going to a Game 7 out here in Las Vegas on Friday night. Um, I thought the Wild at 4-1 to yesterday, Matt, to win the series before the game started was maybe worth a flyer. Mm-hmm. And Did you bet it? I did not. No, no I kicked it around. I didn't, did not pull the trigger, though. Uh, so, But how big was that game now out here in Las Vegas a couple of weeks back? when the Golden Knights lost to the Avalanche, and they only had 15 skaters in that game. We talked about that ad nauseum, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you win that, you get the President's Cup, you win the division, and then you get the Blues, who you handled throughout the entire regular season. If you lose like they did, then they get the Wild, the single team in the entire league, to give them fits going all the way back four years. Yeah, the Wild's been the uh, Golden Knights' nemesis, but... I'm kicking myself for a different reason. I you know you were thinking about making that bet on the series on the Wild. I bet the Wild in the previous game at plus 165. Uh, yeah. The game in Vegas where they got outshot, what, 40-14 to 14 uh-huh. and found a way to win the game 4-2 with a late empty net goal. Uh, I was going to bet the under last night. I kept thinking, looking at that total thinking, man, this is going to be a low-scoring defensive type of game. I never made the bet. It's scoreless in the third period. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the Wild scored all three goals in the third period last night. Vegas Golden Knights, um, for all the hype they get around here, uh, they're having trouble on the offensive end. Oh, very much so. They're having a lot of trouble finding the back of the net. Not, it's not like Cam Talbot is a superstar goalie. Exactly. Yeah. And I would tell you, by the way, based on like their very small history here in Las Vegas, a lot of the players are still on that original team and going back a couple years. I would not be surprised if they're super tight on Friday night. You know, Vegas Golden Knights have never clinched a uh, series on home ice. Wow. Four years. Not a long history, but. Up next here, live at Circa, Mitch Moss, Matt Humans. Top and bottom ROI, Major League Baseball and starting pitchers coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New, uh, New Jersey, must be 21. Gambling problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, the number is 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, the number is 1-888-532-3500. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Now let's look at uh, best ROI in Major League Baseball, teams 
and pitchers. And some of this was a little bit before some of the results from late last night. But Tampa Bay, your number one team, ROI, uh, now plus more than $10 on the season. Just had that really long winning streak snapped. Glasnow took the hill last night. And uh, wasn't that something? He's brilliant over eight, struck out 11. They bring in the closer. Nope, no good. Can't close the deal in the ninth. They go to extras, and Tampa Bay wins the game 2-1. to one. Uh, The Giants are number two on the list. Now at plus 992 after they came back. And how about this for the Diamondbacks? And I saw their team total was 4.5 last night. They got four in the first, and then Zippo after that. Yeah, not only that, I'm not going to go into a long-winded uh, a rant here, but the D-backs played some poor fundamental baseball last night, too. They had the runners on first and second in the ninth inning with no outs. There was a deep fly to center field, and uh, you got a fast runner on second base. He wandered off the base 15 feet. Ball's caught, runs back to second base. How are you not tagging mm. and taking third? And by the way, the next batter... Line drive single to left field, and you have to hold the runner up at third. It would have been a tie game, 5-5. Uh, five, five. So if you bet that total over, you were burned by that fundamental baseball mistake by the D-backs. But little things like that are a big reason the D-backs have lost 10 games in a row. They stink. Is it like 19 out of 22 now for that team? Yeah. One of the bottom feeders in baseball. The Red Sox got it done. Long rain delay last night that pushed three hours, but they won against the Braves, and the Red Sox took money last night. Uh, I liked them. They got there. Uh, they're plus 877. The A's are number four on the list, and the Mariners are number five. And the Mariners are four games below 500. Yeah, a little bit surprising to see Seattle on that list. Uh, the Rays, no surprise. Seems like the Rays are on this list every year. I would agree. Yep. Uh, bottom teams in Major League Baseball. Uh, the Twins, they were taken off with a bullet You know, not that long ago. They're uh, basically down 13.5 units. Well, now they're basically down minus 1294 after last night. That's after a four-game win streak. Yeah, think about that. The Diamondbacks are down 1057. Orioles, you know, the Orioles got off to a decent start. Now they're 17 and 32 overall. You're down basically $1,000 betting them this year. Well, they did get off to a decent start, but nobody's going to be surprised if you look at that list and see the Orioles and the Rockies, right? No, no. Because you thought the worst teams of baseball would be the Orioles, Rockies, Pirates and Rangers, and uh, Orioles and Rockies at the bottom of that list. I'm disappointed in the Braves. Oh, you have to be. You know, that's that was my pick to win the National League East, and uh, the Braves just got back to 500, and then they lose a the game in Boston last night, which uh, I was like you. I bet the Red Sox last night. Uh, we had to wait a long time to cash that ticket, yeah, that rain did. delay in Boston, but uh, Nick Pavetta got the win. He's uh, now 6-0 and uh, for the Red Sox. That's a surprise. Got some run support last night, which yeah. helped. For him. Uh, best pitchers ROI on the season. Jordan Lyles. He's not good, but somehow they win these games. He's six and four. The team is six and four overall when he takes the mound. And if you're betting a hundred bucks on the Rangers in every game with Lyles on the mound, they're you're up over a thousand dollars. Can't believe that. I mean, but you know, a plus two fifty against Garrett Cole certainly helps a couple of weeks back. Pavetta, yeah. the team is nine and one when he's on the bump. You're plus nine oh two with the Red Sox. Mize Plus 813, flexing with the Mariners, plus 807. And uh, I like this Rodgers kid a lot for the Marlins. Oh, and yeah. uh, they are 7-3 and three when he takes the mound. And uh, you're up plus 795 betting Rodgers on the year. You know what's a little bit surprising? Corbin Burns would be on the bottom money pitchers list, I would think, or at least close to it. As dominant as Corbin Burns has been early in the season with strikeouts, not walking guys, Going into his previous start, he had 67 strikeouts and two walks. Yeah. Uh, 
The Mariners are two and six in his eight starts. They can't get him any run support. I know. It's like Jacob Degrom, except worse. Yep. Uh, over unders, inning with the Angels eight and one, Hoffman eight and one, Granke eight and three, Barrios and Urias seven and two, and uh, to the under. We mentioned Mize. He's been a money pitcher so far, and Arietta seven and one to the under so far on the season. We will get into. Today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. My first five hero is on the mound today. Today, as always, from the OddsTrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino, OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You're going to find real-time bet tracking. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses all at the website. It's OddsTrader.com. Matt Baskersian on the program in 30 minutes. We'll talk baseball with him as we do right now. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans. Paulie is out today. Um, I, I mentioned this before the break. My first five hero is on the mound uh, Pablo Lopez is going today for the Marlins against the uh, Phillies. He, he is spectacular. Doesn't get a lot of run support. He's, I think, very under the radar. Um, 0.61 ERA in five starts at Lone Depot Park this season. And he went a season high. Uh, well, he tied it for seven scoreless in his most recent outing against the Mets. His first five numbers, Matt, uh, 48 and one-third, 2.79 ERA, uh, 1.18 whip. The FIP is very small. Sub three and 48 strikeouts in those 48 innings. And he, he basically, there's been one bad start, and he actually got a ton of run support in that game. I think mm-hmm. they gave him 14 runs overall. He didn't make it past or into the fifth. I don't think of that game or past the fifth anyway. And that was against the Braves. You take out that, and his numbers are incredible, especially in the first five. Yeah, I completely agree. In fact, the Marlins have some really good young pitchers. Yeah, we just talked about Rodgers, and uh, yeah. you can add him to the list as well. But that's the problem with uh, those guys. They're not going to get much run support in Miami, and uh, you're taking a shot if you're, if you're going to bet them that you're gambling a little bit that they are going to get at least a little bit of run support. But he's been phenomenal in the first five innings, and if you want to bet that today, I would not argue with it any time, especially at home. Like you said, you, with pitchers, you always have to check the home road splits. And uh, he's been really good at home, right? So, yep. Another matchup today yeah. as uh, the Cubs take on the Pirates. This is Hendricks against Anderson. And uh, this was great. Again, uh, in Point Spread Weekly, our digital magazine here at VEASAN, which you can get at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Steve Mackinnon has great nuggets every week. And a couple of weeks ago, he was writing about pitchers who have struggled recently against certain teams. One of them is uh, Kyle Hendricks. Mm-hmm. His last 10 starts against Pittsburgh – the Cubs record is two and eight, and you're down almost twelve units betting the Cubs in his last ten. His individual record is two and six. Um, ERA has actually been good. Whip has been okay, but uh, run support three point four runs per game. And I'll tell you this: the the, the Pirates lineup that could be going tonight, uh, a slash line of three oh six, three thirty eight, and four sixty three with four home runs. 
in 142 plate appearances. Frazier and Polanco have really good numbers against Hendricks as well. And uh, on the flip side, the Cubs, very small sample size, the Cubs have hit Anderson well uh-huh. with a re- very high slash line. So maybe the over 7.5 might be a play today. I was going to say, uh, based on that, if you're going to look at anything, I would look over the total of 7.5. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how many times this year I bet the Pirates. Zero? Zero. I think for the first month I bet them more than any other team. Did you? Yeah. yeah. How'd, you do, how'd you do? Go, pretty pretty decent, yeah. actually. Because they actually pretty good price as well. They, 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 did they sweep the Cubs to open that series at Wrigley? I think they did. Yeah, to and, open the season? And, and, yeah. and when they were shocking people, like you were catching them at, I think the highest number I bet so far in the year with the Pirates was like plus 196 or something like that in a game. Yeah. I know a really sharp baseball handicapper who bet the Pirates under that low season win total. Uh, was it 58? Yeah, yeah. They, they were priced like an expansion team. Yeah. It's one of the lowest totals I think we had ever seen. Actually, I was wrong. They won the opener at Chicago on April 1st, then dropped. Uh, wow, Mitch. They dropped the next six games. Yeah. It was after that, yeah. I think, when they actually started right. to get a little warm. Um, Bieber is on the mound today. Bieber was not that sharp in his last outing. You know, this is from this is from MLB.com. Terry Francona said he saw Bieber have more misfires in his last outing than had, that he had seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so overall, the numbers don't lie either. Bieber allowed three runs with a walk and only six Ks and five and one-third. That is a very unlike uh, Shane Bieber start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched some of that start, and I was really surprised at uh, how off he was in that game. But hey, pitchers... Or like teams, they go through peaks and valleys, and uh, right now I, I wouldn't have that much confidence in backing Bieber after watching his last start. A lot of times these guys will cruise, and they'll be the same guy for a long time. Then they'll go through like a two- or three-start stretch where they're off, and they get hit hard, and they look bad, and then they bounce back, and they're the same guy again. But this might be one of those valleys for Bieber where uh, where he's off here for two or three games, and I would uh, try to avoid him. I, I always like to... I follow pitchers closely, and you, you try to get a develop a rhythm to when you know a pitcher's in a groove and when you think a guy is falling out of a groove. And right now, I, I, it's what I saw from Bieber in his last start. I would not recommend a bet on him. Um, you know, and I, I could say we'll, we'll get to it later, but I didn't like what I saw from Shohei Otani in his last start, but we'll talk about that later. No, that's actually where you were leading me, yeah. um, where I was going to go in the next game as they're taking on the A's tonight. And... Based on what you just said, again, watching current form with pitchers and ups and downs, uh, I'll give you this nugget, too, again, from Major League Baseball. His fastball was down roughly five miles an hour against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Down five miles an hour that's in his a last that's a, that's a big dip, and I, I oh. thought it was like somewhere around three or four. I didn't realize it was five, but I, I did realize his fastball velocity had dipped in his last start, and I thought, man, he, he already looks to me like uh, he's a little tired. And, you know, and also being a two-way player might take a toll on him as well. That's why when you talk about uh, should you bet Shohei Otani to uh, be the home run champ, I would say no because I think this two-way um, two-way role he's going to play for the Angels is going to take a physical toll on him. He's going to wear down. We're we're only two months into a, a season that lasts six months. It's going to be very difficult for Otani, I think, to hold up for that long. And the last start. His fastball velocity is already down four to five miles an hour. Uh-huh. Uh, and Joe Madden said, well, I'm not concerned about that. You know, that's what they always say. But you got to be concerned. You, you're in the dugout charting those pitches, and uh, you realize, hey, what's going on here? Uh, 
maybe you'll, you know, no, Tani actually had just come off. When was that game? Last Friday? I think that was last Friday when he made the start. That sounds right. And he, I think he had skipped his previous start, so he, he was did. actually rested going into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'm looking at uh, MVP prices, and he at one book was minus 240 mm-hmm. after all this. Do you think he fizzles out? I have him on three different tickets to win the MVP. Uh, you know, that's a better question for Matt Baskerian. Yeah. Let's ask yep. him in about 25 minutes. But I, I do think that you got to keep a close eye on him because uh, – the two-way, the two-way load he's trying to uh, carry for the Angels, who are, are a bad baseball team right yep. now, by the way, uh, is going to take a toll on him, and I doubt he can hold up for a full season. Yep. If that does happen and he fizzles out, um, that's going to stink because I want to see something like this continue for a full year. But it's tough to maintain. Yeah. It is. And Matt Beskirchen, by the way, calls a bunch of Angels games. I think he's a perfect guy mm-hmm. to talk to about this coming up in about 25 minutes. Uh, up next, some NBA playoffs. Guns a-blazing tonight as the Heat return home down 0-2 against the Bucks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Download the app. Use the promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes every week. Don't wait. Sign up now. And new customers get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. That's code VSIN when you sign up. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, the number is 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, the number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You know, there's an angle tonight, Matt in the NBA playoffs that uh, was tremendous for a couple of years. You got to skip last year, 2020, because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't go this way, obviously, with the bubble where right. teams were traveling back and forth between host cities. But with, with the uh, in a seven-game spot, right, where the, the home team takes the first two, and then they travel on the road for game three, and you were all over this, right, that trend where the home team in game three would cover the first quarter in the first half was staggering. So two or three years ago, where that, that trend became so popular uh, because it was hitting at about an 80% clip, right? And the, the odds makers started to make adjustments on it at that point. And what you're seeing now, and if we look at the uh, Miami-Milwaukee game tonight, so at DraftKings right now, Bucks are one-and-a-half-point road favorites. Most spots have one. If you want to bet the Heat in the first quarter, you have to lay one. So you can take one for the game, but in the first quarter, you have to lay a point. In the first half, you have to lay one and a half. But this is the perfect uh, spot to play this system where the Heat down two games, come home, uh, are going to come out and play with a sense of urgency, and you want to play the Heat in the first quarter, in the first half, and you're actually, I, th- I think it's a little bit riskier to play the Heat for the whole game. Yeah. Because they're more reliable to come out. Uh, it's it's a more reliable angle that Miami will come out in the first quarter, in the first half, play with great sense of urgency and have the lead. Now, the better team sometimes uh, prevails over four quarters, but the Heat, I think, are a pretty good bet in the first quarter in the first half. Did you bet them yet? Uh, I'm, I'm going to play it that way. I was actually just uh, typing up the email with our best bets that we're going to get to in the next hour in the Miami Heat. Um, are going to be on that list. Yeah, Matt, you can put that on the board for me as well. I, I bet it last night. I bet the Heat first quarter minus one and uh, first half minus one as well. You're right; they've adjusted yeah. obviously. I mean, all you got to do is look at those numbers. And but that's a minor that's a minor adjustment. We've sure. seen we've seen more radical adjustments where a team you might see a two and a half or three point swing for the first quarter uh, as compared to the game line. Sure. Yeah. It's like uh, week 17 in the NFL. In years past, when you find out like yeah. uh, the starters are only going to go for a half or whatever, and a home team could be laying two and a half in the first half, but they're laying three for the game, or they could be actually like a pick them for the game. I've actually, yeah, we've seen that too, where a team might be, uh, um, let's say, minus minus two for the game, and then the first quarter, you actually have to lay two and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, have, we have seen that, and uh, that we saw that two years ago. Yeah. Jeff Sherman at the Westgate Superbook was... Uh, uh, great about he tipped me off to that angle initially, and then uh, started playing it. And Mitch, it hit almost every time. I, I think you guys were playing that as well. 
two, three years ago, that was a very profitable angle to play in the play. And it has been for a while. Has been for a long time. And, and I would expect the, the Heat tonight to come out. And again, that game was 46-20 into the first quarter in game two. So they've really, they, they haven't played that well so far in the first two games. No, but you know what? It's kind of recency bias, too. A lot of people are going to remember, wow, the Bucks just blew them out. They embarrassed uh, the Heat in game two. Yeah. Miami had a great shot to win game one. That's what gets forgotten is the Heat could have won game one on the road. So you, you got to kind of forget what happened there in game two. If you you say, well, I'm, a, I'm afraid to bet Miami here in game three because they look so bad in game two. Remember what happened in game one. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler shot four for 22, and the Heat still had a great shot to win the game. Yep. Uh, that's the guy I think has got to step up. If the Miami Heat's going to win this game, get off the great start. Jimmy Butler has got to play a lot better tonight. And uh, hopefully he doesn't play a first half like Julius Randle did for the Knicks last yeah, night. No, I feel like Butler is the key to the uh, Heat right. success tonight in this game. Plus, they're going to have 17,000 in the arena tonight. Yeah. So I think the fans are going to be – it's going to be a good spot there for Miami as well. Uh, what, two other games on the board tonight? Uh, I'm only looking at one game on the actual betting board right now. It looks like Portland's lane four at home to Denver. And the total is 227.5 this morning in that neighborhood. And, I mean, the way that they played in game one – and then, you know, people I know who are betting Denver in Game 2 to come back and even up that series, that's exactly what happened. But yeah. I, I still, like, Portland doesn't play. I don't expect really either one of these teams to make a deep run in the Western Conference. Portland's defense has been alarmingly bad for the entire year. And the and I've said this a thousand times, at some point the, the Murray injury is going to catch up to Denver. And it could be very well happening right now in sure. this series. Yeah, the Nuggets have a low ceiling without Jamal Murray, but I will say yeah. that they played much better than I thought they would without Murray. And uh, the Blazers just have too many flaws to predict great things. I love, obviously, Damian Lillard. He's been one of my favorite players in the NBA. This guy just doesn't get uh, – he gets a lot of respect, but it's not as much as he deserves. Uh, there are times where you feel like Damian Lillard is a top five player in the NBA, and he just doesn't get mentioned in those sure. terms. He could carry the Blazers to a playoff win. How great was he in game two? And they still lose by double digits. Uh, I don't really have a feel for this, but game two was one of those spots where after the Nuggets lost at home, what was it, by 14 in game one, you had, to play, you had to play Nuggets or pass in game two. We just talked about it. The home team down one game in the series, that's the spot where you have to play. It paid off for the Nuggets, yep. paid off for the Jazz, paid off for the Knicks. It did not for the Clippers. It's not going to work every time. Nope. Uh, other game tonight, we have a game three. Lakers are lane seven, yeah. and the total is 210 against the I feel Suns. Like the best bet in the series is already in the rearview mirror. Was that Lakers minus $1.05 to win it when they were down 1 0? I actually bet the Lakers even money to win the series when uh, they were down 1 -0. Yeah, you found even money. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also in, in game two, the, you know, the Lakers minus two, one and a half, two. That was a cheap price. Yeah. I was surprised that number was not three. And uh, that was a spot where you, I think you, if you like the Lakers in the series, you, ha you had to play it after they dropped game one. And Mitch, when everybody sees the same thing, that's when you have to be a contrarian. And I even said it myself, I hated the way the Lakers have played the previous two games. I hated the way they played against the Warriors in the play-in. Mm -hmm. uh, now, Anthony Davis woke up a little bit in the fourth quarter of that game. I hated the way the Lakers played for the most part against the Suns. Again, Anthony Davis was soft. The yep. uh, Lakers looked like a team that was vulnerable. LeBron, 
on that ankle. Can't beat guys off the dribble. He's looked old. He can't, he's not explosive. He's not finishing at the rim. Everybody sees the same things. And that's when you have to be a contrarian and say, okay, now's the time to jump on the Lakers. That's where the value is because you got to think LeBron's not going to drop two in a row. And uh, Anthony Davis made the statements. It's on me. It's my responsibility. If we're going to get back in the series, i got to play better. I loved why he said after Sunday's game, even though he was so soft in the way he played on the court, uh, I, I like what he said about his uh, mindset going into game two. And that's why I thought every, a lot of things set up really well for the Lakers at that point if you're going to bet that series. Also, don't forget, like, LeBron, I mean, there are memes going around, and it's great video of, like, uh, and the winner for the Oscar best you know, Oscar goes to, and it's LeBron <laughs> James, right? He's rolling around. Yeah, I'm uh, so sick of watching that, too. Right? I mean, he's just, he's on the court rolling oh. around, and then he's like, oh, everybody's getting in a skirmish over here. Let me go up and make sure they see that my shoulder is. He went right over to where that skirmish was at, yeah. and then he's like, oh, I God, know. my shoulder. And then right away in game two, if you had any doubts about how healthy he was, he goes up, Matt, for that alley-oop dunk, and he's like probably 12 feet up, and he just, with his right arm, yeah. the one that's supposed, right? Oh, how, how is that possible? He, he barely lift that arm. Brings it home ago. with a thunder like that? It. It's like yeah. he had a torn rotator cuff or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. You're like, oh, I guess he's okay. No problem here. He's a dramatic actor. I, I've said he could be a soap opera star in the afternoon, so yep. LeBron. Yeah, I, I have no opinion on the game tonight. Kevin Although, Blar got hit in the face with a fastball. Oh, two guys so far I think have gotten hit in the face this year. Harper took one to the face. Oh, I didn't see that one. It was like a 97-mile-an-hour oh, yeah, heater. Oh, okay, I did see that. Kind of hit the helmet yeah, a little yeah, bit first. Yeah. And took, oh, uh, Blar got hit in the face by a fastball. He got up and walked back to the dugout that's, quicker than LeBron got up off point. the floor against the Suns. Great point. How about this uh, Bryson-Brooks rivalry? You like this in golf? Well, I think this is really good. And I think they have to group these guys together at the U.S. Open. <laughs> they have to do this, Matt. That would be great. They have to. I mean, where... That, well, first of all, that video that came out was is maybe my favorite thing of all of 2021. With Bryce, or Brooks, rolling his eyes. Yeah. Are you kidding me with this guy? Um, and then when they announced this, uh, <laughs> this challenge the again, match. the match that's going to be in Montana... With Mickelson, Brady's involved, Shambo, and um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron <laughs> Kepka goes to Twitter, sorry, bro, at Aaron Rodgers because he got, he's got to play with Shambo. And and Shambo responds, "It's nice to be living rent free in your head." Yeah, uh, this turned into a, a great rivalry in golf. By the way, the match, which is going to be on July sixth, Mickelson and Brady, the two old champs, against uh, Bryson and Aaron Rodgers. This is a Moonlight Basin. This is up in Brent Musburger neighborhood. Yes, okay? it is. Moonlight Basin, Big Sky, Montana. Mitch, there's a 777-yard par 5. Put up the prop now. Will DeChambeau hit a drive over 500 yards? There's a 775 hole. par 5? Par 5, 777 yards. So it's, this course is on a mountainside from, from what I gather, and obviously it's thin air. So, hey, we just saw Phil Mickelson, who's 50... Almost 51 years old, bomb one 365 off the tee with the wind at his back on uh, Sunday at the PGA. If this is downhill in thin <laughs> air, could DeChambeau bomb a drive 500? Is it possible? How far can a ball roll? If it's downhill, a ball, a ball can roll, what, sure. 75 yards? Yeah, sure. Probably? I mean, I would have to see before I bet this or put up the prop. I would have to actually see the hole. But I read about this yesterday, 777. And uh, it looks like it's downhill on a mountainside, so 
Maybe he could hit a 500-yard drive. Who wins a fight, DeChambeau or Kepka? Like, I'm pretty convinced that Brooks tears him in half. I, I would I would make Kepka a favorite. I'd say about a buck 40. Yeah. 30, buck 30, 40, somewhere in that range. Yeah. I like I did it, not like, Good I did for not golf. like Kepka's whining about his uh, knee on Sunday. No, no, neither did I. Updated home run leader odds in baseball coming up next. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.